Welcome to Building the Future. I'm your host, Kevin Horick. You can check out new episodes of the show every Tuesday and Thursday at 2 p.m. If you missed an episode or want to get more information about the show, please visit buildingthefutureshow.com. Welcome back to the show. Today we have Shin Jinny Das. She's the founder and CEO at the Das Media Group, and she's also known as the Go Getter Girl. Welcome back to the show. Hi, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's you. You've done a lot in in your career so far, and I thought, you know, I wanted your thoughts on some things. But maybe before we kind of get into exactly what you do in your brand. Let's get to know you a little bit better and start off with where you grew up. Yeah, good question. Okay, so it's a little bit uh, global. Um, so it's awesome, I, was, I love that. <laughs> right, uh, so I was born in India and uh, lived there till I was five. Uh, moved to Malaysia at five, so literally Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, if you've been there or heard of that. I've heard of it, uh, I've never been. I would love to go, I would love to go. You should go, you I, should go, it's I, great, it's great. It's a wonderful country right on the equator, so it's very hot all the time. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so lived there till I was uh, nine and nice. moved to America when I was nine. So lived in New Jersey till 11, okay. and then uh, Atlanta, and then I I've been in California for the last two years, so a little bit all over, um, which is great. You know, it allows me to connect with uh, so many people, and you know, I've picked up a lot of languages along the way and cultures, and so I think it's uh, it's great for where I'm at right now. And also, you know, the world is so small. I saw a survey the other day saying that millennials characterize themselves as the number one word being global citizen. So it's perfect. <laughs> that, that's actually interesting that you say that because, like. At least in my opinion, I never understood why people people put like, well, I just do business in this country or this city. It's like, what are you talking about? The, with the internet, you can do business anywhere on the globe, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. we're in two different countries right now, right? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, and I love that, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious, though, to step back for a second. So you went to the Georgia Institute of Technology. What did you take there and why did you, why did you decide to take that? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. So I studied industrial engineering at Georgia Tech. Very, uh, I guess, different major from what you would expect. Uh, but, you know, it was great. It was great for me to get an analytical foundation to understand problem solving. And then ultimately, you know, engineering is difficult, you know. So I did something that was just extremely difficult for four years. And so essentially learning grit, you know, learning not giving up. You know, there were definitely times, and I'm honest about this, I'm going to pen my experiences in a reflection soon that, you know, you're like, should I quit, you know, engineering and it's so difficult. And I think everyone goes through that. So it taught me a lot in terms of how to be a fighter, how to solve problems, because that was my job essentially at the school. And then, of course, the leadership, you know, I did a lot. I was on a full scholarship, so got just a, a lot of experience in four years, studied abroad at Oxford. And so it really made me ready for the real world. But at the same time, you know, uh, very hardy. It makes you very strong. Like the whole, like, I don't know, that's like not going to cut it, you know. Sure. Um, so it was a good 
uh, experience very difficult, you know, um, and uh, I'm glad that I did it. And I'm obviously a big, big proponent of uh, women in engineering and women in STEM because I think it's just an incredible degree to have whether or not you choose to practice as an engineer or do what I'm doing, which is, you know, using a great deal of strategy on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, you have to know numbers and, and be aware of numbers. And I mean, it's I think it's fantastic. Um, but I do get the question a lot like, Oh, like why? <laughs> what does that do? I was like, dude, you'd be surprised because I mean, building a brand, building a business is all strategy, you know, and so you have to be comfortable with that. So no, I I think that's that's actually really good advice. Was there like a defining moment or time in your life where you kind of decided to take that in university, or or mm-hmm. what was kind of the the reason you you know you just really were like, you know, I really want to take this. Yeah, so I think I've always been attracted to business. That has been the consistent theme in my life. But I will say that, you know, I thought, I I figured that, you know, it would be really good to have an analytical foundation versus majoring in just business, um, you know, or or marketing, um, which a lot of people even today, they're like, you should have done marketing. Um, But, you know, I thought that because I I think I've always been sort of a natural business person, natural marketer. Um, And so I thought, okay, so I have this, what do I not have? I think more of that analytical skill set so why don't I try to build that and then together now you know that's powerful and then you know, I'll be always I was a speaker and all of that so I, I somewhere knew that if I had all of this like I'd be pretty unique versus like majoring in marketing or business whereas I kind of already had those skills oh I, I no that's that's actually really interesting so you you got out of school you kind of worked for some big brands what would what kind of made you decide to leave kind of the corporate world found your own thing Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, look, I think mine is a very uh, story of destiny. You know, that's the only way I can really explain it because um, it's so ambiguous mm-hmm. and it's so um, uh, interesting that destiny is really the only explanation. And so what happened was I was building my own, just on my own time at, at Deloitte. And I was at Deloitte and uh, I uh, made my website and, you know, tweeted it out to the whole world You know, always very aggressive about, you know, just pursuing goals. And so tweeted it out to the whole world. I um, mean, someone discovered it, literally got discovered by a publicist who said that I should work with her and, and sign with her. And, you know, then I, you know, reached out to her, talked to her and literally one thing led to the other. And I was signed with a publicist within, I think I calculated the other day, within like four months of wow. seriously pursuing this. Because the thing is, look, I graduated in May 2014, but that entire year was just me thinking about doing this. But I would say that I got serious in September 2014. And so I signed in March 2015, which, you know, not not very long thereafter, um, which is rare, which is rare sure. because, you know, it takes a while for you to A, build up something that's big enough to be noticed and then B, for someone of that stage. I mean, she works with just incredible people, uh, the Kylie Jenner now, which is very exciting. <laughs> um, and so, you know, for her to be like, yeah, let's work together. Like that was a big deal, you know, uh, sure. in March, 2015. Um, and so literally just one thing led to the other, again, always been very business minded, always wanted to <laughs> build my own empire. Um, sure. and so uh, I thought, well, what is, what is the business? You know, I'm on TV. Great. I'm speaking. I'm not getting paid. You know, it takes a while for you to get to the point to even charge, even $500, forget $5,000, Sure. you know, um, and so I, I wasn't there. 
but I kept asking myself, what is the business? How do I get there? You know, what am I doing wrong? And so I just kept thinking, 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 thinking. And then finally last year, end of last year was the time that, you know, I had a, a couple, couple, not, not a bunch, a couple of paid speaking offers, a couple here and there, but I could feel the momentum building. And I knew that if I wanted this to be anything, I, I have to give it that respect and time. And cause I mean, it's a business doesn't build itself. You know that, right. Sure, and yeah. it definitely doesn't build itself on weekends. <laughs> Sure, yeah. <laughs> and so I just felt that, you know, if I really want to do this, then I have to do this, you know? Um, so it was, it was actually as simple as that really. Uh, and, uh, you know, look, I, I live, I'm living at home, so I have some privileges that I think not everybody does. So I'm not paying rent, you know, I'm not paying for food every day. So I, I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm aware that, you know, I have certain privileges that allow me to do this. And if I didn't, it would be a little bit harder. Um, but I'm also at the point where it's like, instead of being being like, oh my God, like I could have been, I'm like, okay, let me be thankful for that. And let me try to use that to affect and impact even more people, you know, because I don't have to pay rent and I'm not struggling with that issue. Let me try to literally work 24 by seven, which is what I'm doing now. Um, and use all that time to, to build this and impact even more people. So this switch happened in October, 2016. So not even been a year, less than a year. Um, and it'll be a year in October. Uh, so yeah, I think that, uh, but it's, it's been a whirlwind. I, I think that's great though. I, I, I yeah. think like, yeah. I think some people are, are ashamed of that. Like, yes. They're like, Oh, I still live with my parents post 18. Yes. Right. And yes. I think, especially when you're building a company, I think it makes a lot of sense to obviously cut your expenses to the least amount of pos as possible. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. I, I totally get that, but I'm curious to step back just for a second. Um, how, or what did you do? to get yourself out there and, you know, allow people to kind of find you where are you on, you know, a bunch of social media stuff, like walk me through kind of how you actually, you know, got yourself out there and how mm -hmm. you, you know, eventually landed a publicist, obviously through doing all that stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, look, I think the the mediums are all the same, right? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Sure. I mean, that's not, you know, riveting uh, for anyone anymore. Um, but I think the most challenging thing, you know, is getting engagement. Like it is not easy no, to do that, you know, um, especially because we're living in a time where, um, you know, and I love and respect um, a lot of these celebrities and, you know, they're going to be my colleagues now. And, you know, I'm going to meet a lot of them and all that. But the thing is, they're all like they have an established fan base right yep. and so literally anything they put out you know 50,000 likes and this and that and we don't have that right um or yet uh, and so um, <laughs> when I just sort of started in this thing I kept looking at them I'm like oh my goodness like she's tweeting about her makeup and it's getting 50 that whereas like I'm trying to you know do something a, a little bit more substantial sure. and uh and i'm not getting fifty thousand likes like so it's i think i think i think that was motivation i think that was motivation for sure. me and uh you know i thought look i mean she started the same place that i am you know we all sort of start in the same place and so why don't i just continue building focus on quality engagement versus numbers 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 and so that's what i did sure when well, i built my go ahead, go ahead. no i i just <laughs> I, I think and something i've learned within the last year or two a lot of those like big brands and pop mm -hmm, stars mm -hmm. of the world, mm -hmm. they buy a lot of those mm -hmm, likes mm -hmm. and followers and, and yeah. stuff as well. And I'm not saying yeah. they're not all like, like they don't all do this, but I've seen, and there's yeah. sites on the, on, on the internet that you can kind of go and check and see the yes. legitimacy of, of some of these people. And there's been, you know, 
like Questions. some <laughs> some big politicians have got busted for it in the last year and yeah. you know pop stars and and other brands and stuff so i think yeah. the thing to keep in mind and and the point why i brought it up is because i think yeah okay maybe they got half those 50,000 likes legitimately or, or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I think just for people out there listening that sometimes it's a little bit of an illusion, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and it makes it kind of so daunting. But if you think about it as like, well, some people are gaming the system too that you can really, you know, kind of, you have a lot better chances of starting and get your, getting your content out there and mm -hmm. becoming legit, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not mm -hmm. as, like, it's hard, but mm -hmm. it's not this, like, insane, will never happen to you type kind of situation. Sure. Right? Absolutely. 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 And I think for everybody listening um, who sort of is scared to get started, but wants to get started, I think the biggest yeah. thing is to focus on quality, you know, yeah. um, and, and, and that's where I'm at. And so when I built the website, that was literally the first website I've ever made, you know, and so the emphasis was not on the graphics and sure. the, you know, images that literally the emphasis was on what I provide and, and what I'm saying and, you know, uh, my, my video and, and whatever else. And, and that's what she saw, you know, she she literally told me she's like yeah I know I know it's amateur you know I know that you are just starting but you're good you like literally good that, that's that's what she said she said I yeah. know it's not you know polished and and this and that but you're good and and that's what matters because you know what I want to say is that style can come and to me that is a function of style right having fifty thousand followers and even you know even if they're all real um, which a lot of them are because you know they've just built their brand for sure. a long time yep. um you know I think a lot of that and I'm seeing this with myself it you know honestly between me it does come with money it does come with higher levels of exposure it does come from you being on the today show it does like that, that's sure. just a fact you know yeah. and so having said that if you don't have substance no amount of appearances on the today show is going to help you you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah. so i think that's also what i'm like uh telling myself and, and others you know is you have to focus on content you know and to be known for someone who provides quality content and the more that resonates with people that's how you're going to grow your numbers no, I you know, um, but even today, like I am not ever going to tell myself like numbers, 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 like, no, like I obviously that's a metric and I'm not going to, you know, ignore it and say that doesn't matter because it does to what I'm doing. But to me, what matters more is quality content and, and you know, engagement and are, are three people saying that I'm changing their life versus 50,000 random likes, Totally. you know, um, so to me, <laughs> that's always going to be. Uh, important. <laughs> I, I love it. No, I, I think that's great. So what exactly is the DOS Media Group and, and what do you do there? Yeah, so good question. So um, <laughs> uh, basically what I'm really excited about is content marketing. You know, I am not in the business of guaranteeing likes. I am not in the business of, you know, saying that I can guarantee you uh, 50,000 in sales because I can't, sure. you know, and, I, and I, I'm not can, going to, to be honest. Right, I'm not, I'm not going to, because look, I mean, I'm aware that the biggest reason, rather the only reason anybody invests in any kind of marketing is to uh, get sales, you know, yeah. is to drive sales. And so um, I definitely dealt with that in the beginning is like, what should my 
ROI pitch be? And and really my pitch is awareness, you know, um, that I want to build awareness about your brand uh, in an authentic and real and meaningful way, right? And so whether that's, you know, educational curriculum, whether that's activity kits, I'm working with a school right now on building, <clears throat> this is sort of go-getter girl collateral as well, so that infuses my own brand, but really activity kits, you know, sessions, um, you know, how to get dads to raise go-getter girls, creating material around that. So really it's, it's content, you know, I'm in the business of even my own personal brand, producing content. And so the form formats are varying and that's actually what I'm playing with right now is what are the different kinds of things that we can build okay ebooks uh you know video series what like what what are those different mediums so I'm still figuring all of those out but you know a couple of things that I've done is like blogs and articles and social media stuff so kind of the traditional but I'm also now it's like okay what is that next frontier for content you know um but no that's kind of it I mean I'm in the business of making meaningful content that you know, resonates with people and that people, um, you know, enjoy and like and want want to engage with. Sure. Uh, but I'm not in the business of guaranteeing followers and likes and, you know, uh, straight up sales. What I'm in the what I can definitely guarantee is that at least one person will be impacted on a deep level sure. with what I'm doing. Um, and then as a result, they're probably going to like your brand. Yep. You know, <laughs> yeah, totally. I think that's great. So, so, yeah, we, so we've kind of covered this throughout kind of the conversation a little bit, but you, you're referred to as the go getter girl. What does that mm -hmm. kind of mean? And, and what is the kind of like, how did you kind of coin the term? And what does that really mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good question. So I think you've heard of Go Getter, hopefully. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so actually, what ended up happening was um, when I was at Georgia Tech towards the end of my time there, so I was a senior. I felt this great uh, desperation, honestly, to to do something big, to break out, to make it happen. But I I felt stuck. You know, I was in this engineering school. No one really, you know, got anything. Uh, that I'm doing and it was just like a little bit crazy, you know, um, and so I, I just there was this urgency There was really it was this urgency. There was this like I don't have time. I have to go No one's gonna do this for me like I have to do this But no one even understands what I'm trying to do, you know And so essentially just reaching out to people da, da, da. and so a couple of people came up to me and said you're such a go-getter You know, you're such a go-getter. You'll, you'll do it. You're such a go-getter and I said, okay, uh, yeah, I guess. Wait, what is that? And then I was like, yeah, I guess. I guess I'm a go-getter. But aren't a lot of people go-getters? Uh, what makes me different as a girl, you know, uh, as an ambitious girl? And then I also knew that ambition for women um, is typically not uh, seen as exciting or, or, you know, admirable or attractive or, you know, any of those words. And so I wanted to change that. You know, because I think that that's how you um, grow and that's how you lead a meaningful life is by being ambitious and, and fierce and a go-getter. And so that's where that theme came to me. Um, so long story short, uh, the lady came up to me, past professor, and she said, you're a go-getter. I spun that into cool, but I'm a girl. How does that make it different? Who is a go-getter girl? That's how it started. Yeah, that's cool, Pretty though. cool, right? Yeah, Just yeah, totally. I like it. Yeah, no, yeah. That's, that, that's great. Yeah. So I, I know... So when you do your talks and you've, you've kind of been on some big kind of, you know, networks, ABC, mm -hmm. Fox, Forbes, NBC, stuff like that, mm -hmm. what do you kind of talk about when people mention that to you? Like, how do you kind of become a go-getter if you don't consider yourself one? Or, you know, as parents, how do you potentially raise a go-getter? Yes, yes, yes. I'm so glad you brought that up, Kevin, because my next frontier is actually 100% dealing with parents, which is why I'm so excited about the school. And this is just the beginning. So I, I definitely want to work with um, I'm trying to work with like Scholastic next year. 
the uh, Very education cool. huge company, brand. a huge brand. Yeah. Um, and so trying to reach parents because I've realized that that is my next frontier because it's like cool to talk to the kids and they're all on board. But the parents, especially for younger kids, they're the ones who have control. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. um, and so and so let me start with the first one. If you're not a go getter, how can you become one? I mean, this was my life, you know, so this is not something that I'm preaching that I'm being paid to preach. I mean, this, this is what I lived uh, through. And so I think for me, it was about, you know, figuring out, first of all, who I am uh, and who I'm not. You know, um, so I knew that I didn't want to be in corporate. You know, I didn't want to work for someone else. I wanted to work for myself. And so that was number one. Number two was like, oh, I want this empire. I want to build this, da, 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 all this stuff. Um, so I've always stuck to me, you know. So I think number one is figuring out what you want to do and just developing a very high level of self-awareness. You know, because um, I'm like, like, to be honest with you, the operation stuff, I'm like, holy, like, oh, my God, the strategic stuff. I'm like, I got this. This is great. Sure. You know, so I also know where I should do things and maybe where I either need more work or I need to delegate. You know, so the first step is self-awareness. Um, the second step is literally action plans. I mean, it's as simple as that. Once you have your you know, self-awareness, you have your goals, you have to create action plans and you have to hit those targets but also understand that it's not overnight you know so for me to say that this year i'm gonna do you know this much business i mean i i just started in october you know i don't think it's realistic to be like in the first year you know we did a million like i i mean i think that'd be cool but sure. i don't know if that's realistic for people you know and so i'm also trying to be uh rather like set real expectations for myself and so I think that is also a, a key part that I want to mention but really it's as simple as that you know it's it's the it's the switch in the mindset of like okay I have to uh, go after what I want you know I have to make the first move I have to um, you know put my brand out there and then also be of someone of high value I think that's something that was a very tangible shift in my life you know as opposed to like oh well this person asked me to speak be like okay I'm this person, I provide this value, you should ask me to speak. I should not be asking you if I can speak, right? Yeah. Uh, so I think that was a big shift for me because uh, I mean, that's what I did in the beginning. I was like, oh, I want to speak here, I want to speak here. But now literally how I handle conversations and how my people now handle conversations is like she's available now. Um, but if you don't book now, she will not be available. You know, so it's creating a little bit of a chase. Yep. Um, as well, because I think it's, I you should be, you know, like uh, high value. So I think that's if you're not a go getter, how to become parents. Um, you know, look, I think I'm a big believer of parents need to let their children think for themselves, you know. Um, and so because I think there's a lot of differences between like how your parents were raised and how you were. I mean, it's not the same. Right. Sure. And so. I think, you know, I'm a big believer of like getting your kids to think independently. So I think that's the biggest thing that parents can do is instill those values and character and morality and integrity, all that. And then be like, okay, son, you know, daughter, now go like run, run after what you want um, and make sure that you are doing it for yourself, not for me, not for your dad, sure. you know, uh, for me, uh, for yourself rather. Um, and so I think that's what parents can do. And I'm going to talk about that very soon. No, I, I think that's great. So kind of before we kind of got recording, you were, you're spending a lot more time maybe on or a little bit more time, at least on the operational kind of side mm -hmm. of the business. And, you know, it's a, you've never done it before because mm -hmm. you just started a business. So what walk me through and the listener through kind of that journey, the good and bad that you've kind of been, you know, learning and coming going through lately. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, look, I think, and, and I'd be completely honest with you, strategy is my jam. I can strategize all day. I can create, you know, world domination plans. And then I know that it'll happen. Like, I'm really good at that stuff. That's awesome. I think what I'm going nuts with is the sort of day-to-day, you know. Um, so essentially building structures for things to run independently. So like just a very small example, um, I speak at colleges, right? Okay. And I'm actually kind contracted with the higher education college agency. Um, and so I have inquiries coming in through my website to speak at colleges. Um, what I did yesterday or day before is like I reached out to this person independently. What I now realize that should be the norm is there has to be a streamlined process of, okay, someone reaches out to me via my website. I should not be the one talking money with them, right? My right. agent at this agency should. And so I've literally just revamped my um, sort of cycle, right? To be like, okay, if somebody reaches out to me via email, the first thing I do is I then forward it to my agent and then, you know, discuss compensation with them and then have them talk compensation with the client so that I'm not the one talking directly with the clients. So just little, little things. But to me, that is operational, right? Because yep, that's how my so. brand functions. Um, and so just, I mean, little things like that to bigger things like okay how do i want my company website to be structured what are my offerings how big do i want to go do i want to be niche um i'm a fan of being niche right now and literally saying that you know these are the five types of collateral that i can provide are you interested yes no and also um like i told you um also before we started is building a business mindset because i don't have time to waste you know and so if you're not ready to buy i'm not ready to sell so either we can talk in six months or we don't talk let's just essentially closure you know the whole like i don't know let me get back to you. Like, I just don't have time for that right now. So either you're going to get back to me and say, no, you're going to get back to me and say, yeah, literally what I did yesterday with, you know, someone uh, from a big brand is I said, Hey, we're going to follow up in January. Sure. Uh, and so, you know, that's, that's what we're doing. And so I think basically what I'm saying is closure. I, I don't have time for in-betweens anymore. But I, but I, but I think that's almost really good advice, right? Because yeah, yeah. Some people will chase a deal that might be dead Yes. Like for years, right? Yes. And yes. it's just like, how can you keep doing that, right? And yes. I think part yes. of it, and it, it can come across as arrogant, but the thing that I've kind of learned sometimes is like, it, it. and it sounds stupid, but it's like people want what they can't have. But if you keep trying yeah. to give it to them, they're just like, nah, yes. I don't really want it. But if yes. you play a little bit kind of like, like to your point, like, I'll call you in January. No big deal, right? right? right. People right. might call you in a month or two and be like, oh my God, I really need it now, right? Like. Right. It's this weird kind of psychology, you know, that that people kind of do. Right. But if you're constantly calling them every week, they're like, "Nah, I don't really need it. Yeah. And you know what? Look, I'm a I mean, I'm building a lifestyle brand, so I have no, uh, you know, thing saying this. I mean, you you should apply this to relationships. Right. Whether that's your, you know single or whatever, be like, this is the value I provide. I need to be respected for the value that I bring to the table. If you're not interested, I'm out. Like it's as simple as that, you know, and that's, that's how I operate right now because I don't have time to waste, uh, in deals and transactions. And so if someone is, I had this, they were like, Oh, we don't have budget. We don't have this. And I'm like, why are we talking? (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, so, you're wasting both of, is, of your time, right? right? It's not even just your own time. It's right. their time too, right? right? Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. fair. Exactly. And also, um, you know, I think the other mentality is an abundance mentality because I dealt with this in the beginning. I was like, oh my God, I just lost 
two of them and and I, but now I'm like I lost two but there's 20 million more you know yeah. what I mean like that that's my mindset now because I think I definitely had a little bit of like crying over spill spilt milk in the first few months of this year because again never done it before so I'm sure. like oh I lost three <gasps> but now I'm like okay whatever you know sure. I'll, I'll get 10 you know so I think that's where I'm at because if they're not too yeah and you know if they're not ready to work with you now it just makes the whole process very uh difficult yep. you know what I mean because yep. you, you can't be the only one because they have to like respond and you know I, I need signatures from them and I need input and I, I mean this is not a one-way street you know so if they're not ready they don't have budget they're not interested then neither am I you know so I think that's kind of where I am right now is uh being kind of ruthless about my targeting sure and and this kind of leads me into my next question about we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier kind of before we recorded about you're working on kind of shutting out the noise and, and, and whatnot. And like, how are you going about that? Because I think a lot of people struggle with that. And, you know, I, I think it's kind of a work in progress for most people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. I think uh, two things. So the brand um, itself, uh, the noise, it's a difference. So I have different noises okay, <laughs> for, for the company and the, and the brand. So the, the brand people are like, what is the future going to be? Like, how is this going to grow? And so what I keep telling them is that's for me to know and for you to see. Right? If I tell you everything, then first of all, there's no surprise. There's sure. no, no, there's no there's, I mean, you know everything. What what good does that do? Uh, and the other thing is uh, that I've realized is uh, they don't have to understand. I mean, who does have to understand is my team, you know? So my manager <laughs> needs sure. to definitely understand, which he does. Uh, and, you know, my publicist needs to understand, which she does. So my thing is the people who need to understand do. So why do I care that, you know, some other people may not understand or they may not grasp where I'm going and all that kind of stuff. The good news is the minute that they're seeing me play, they're like, oh my goodness. And I'm like look you're fine right why why do you have to know so much you know um just watch just why are you having fun are you watching they're like yeah and i'm like cool so we're good that's you know so I, yeah so I th- that's literally it. yeah that's what literally what i've been doing because they're like so then like what's next and so i just launched the um go get a guy logo today on on my personal facebook page and someone's like so so how, like how can i get involved what can i do and i was like just let me let me get to you you know what i mean like so happy you liked it you're definitely on board there's gonna be so much for you to do but let me let me get there you know what i mean like let, let's let's uh, take it sort of step by step um but the good news is you know what i've realized is kevin I'm, i've been creating a lot of um demand that way i've been creating a lot of like excitement yeah yeah yeah. You know? totally. so people are like oh my god like what's and i'm like just are you having fun are you watching They're like yeah i can't keep up i'm like good so then why do you want to know everything <laughs> so i think that so that's the brand that's the noise for the brand company uh, revenue. Every, you know, everyone's like, okay, what, what is, you know, your, your targets and are you meeting it? And are you behind? Are you this? Are you that? And I'm like, I'm, I'm the one doing it. So I should be the one responsible. Cause look, if it's great, I benefit. If it sinks, I lose. Right. So I'm yep. very well aware of how much investment I have, you know, in the play. And, uh, and I don't know, I think I'm also the type where I kind of growing up an introvert, I do sort of leave a lot of all of this to be kind of personal. So I don't go around showing my, you know, plan to everybody. I don't go around, you know, telling everybody that, okay, well, you know, today is June and, um, you know, I, I definitely have daily goals for the next eight months, but I'm not telling everybody that because I don't feel like I need to. 
no, you know, when, when, when people, but when people ask me, you know, like, Oh, what are you doing? And like, I'm trying to move to LA next year. And they're like, so when are you moving? And I'm like, why do I have to tell you everything? <laughs> you know? Uh, so, so yeah. <laughs> so I, th I think that's where I'm at right now is like, as long as I know, and as long as I'm working and you know, some things are working, some things are failing as always, uh, I'm good, you know? So I think that's kind of what I'm also doing. No, I, I think that's really great. And the, the thing that's interesting about that is I also kind of hate that question. It's like, where are you going to be in three years? It's like, right. if you would have asked me three years ago where I am now, right. I would have, I don't know. Like, so it's, it is weird. And, and the thing is too, you never know what's going to happen. Like you could get right. a call, you know, after this recording and, and yes. you could totally go a different direction, stay the exactly. same. Like exactly. you never know what's going to come your way. Right. So, and especially exactly. with being kind of at least like a, you know, a, a business per, like a businesswoman business person kind of on a global scale like yeah. you could be it's, anywhere tomorrow yeah. Right? Exactly, exactly. So. But I think there's also just like fear, you know, um, uh, from just family and this and that. It's like, okay, well, you know, this is not very uh, traditional and, you know, the regular job is sort of what we know. And so I think it's been a process of getting them to be like, I got this, like, you know, next year when I move out, I mean, I'm going to be totally independent, you know, financing my own life. I mean, that's a big deal, right? Using sure. your own sort of income to, to do that versus having someone else pay you, right? Which is what I had uh, a little bit easier, I think, uh, than to make your own money yourself. Uh, and so, you know, I'm, and that's kind of what I'm telling them is, uh, is that, you know, it'll be fine. Um, but I, I, but I get it, you know, I, I understand the trepidation. I understand the fear. This is not normal. You know, no one has ever done this in my family and not even the business part, but essentially I'm becoming, I'm becoming famous, you know? So that's like not normal uh, for my family family and friends and all that. So I get it. I, I totally understand. But I think where I'm coming from is like, as long as I'm hitting my goals, uh, or, or as many of those goals as possible, if not all of them are possible this year, uh, then I'm fine, you know? Uh, so I think that's kind of how I'm dealing with it. No, yeah. that's, that's great. So how, <laughs> obviously, like now that you're kind of in this, you're doing your own business, how have you kind of started to kind of build a business and kind of strategy mindset? Yeah, so, so good, so good. Okay, so when I first started, I'll be honest, it was totally uh, kind of a hobby. I was like, oh, I'm doing this in my free time, you know, all this kind of stuff. But now it's like, okay, this is no longer just, you know, uh, sort of a hobby. It's no longer a passion project. It is a business. And, and how is a business uh, critiqued at revenue, you know, and, sure. and reach and all that. So I think now I'm just trying to build that. And I think what's been really hard, honestly, is not just building that because again i'm naturally wired that way so it's easy for me to build that i think it's been literally building and executing within hours of each other because that's where i'm at right now i don't have time to spend five days on something literally i, I just told you right i was reading the difference between a service mark and trademark figuring out which one i need sure. um in in an hour last night and then today i'm filing right so it's that's what's been hard if you really want to know, right? It's not the reading and learning. It's that reading, learning and executing are within hours of each other. Sure. Um, which, and then this is all new. None of this is like been here, done this, like, no, you know? So I think that's what has been 
difficult. And I think that the biggest thing is I'm, I'm thinking business. And I, to me, to me, that's, that's success, you know, um, is, is if you can walk around airports. So that's what I'm doing. Like walking around airports, looking at perfumes and being like, Oh my God, like this is their brand campaign. This is the model that they, you know, is she's endorsing it, which means that she's probably getting this much per deal. So that's how I'm thinking now, Interesting. you know, and I think that's pretty powerful. And I'm, sure. I'm very excited about that and thankful. Um, Cause again, I'm 25. So I do have to cut myself some amount of uh slack that okay you know you're you're still really young you know so oh, it's sure. like you know you you're not gonna get there overnight but I'm, I'm really proud of that i'm really proud that today i think business whereas before it was like wait what is roi let me look that up you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no totally it's interesting yeah, yeah, like yeah. and I love how you kind of figured that out in your 20s, right? I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it's it just took... a lot of effort. It's like you have to work a lot. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, I think yeah. like I didn't really start caring about that until my, my 30s and kind of yeah. I'm still kind of learning to care yeah. about that, right? Because yeah. kind of come from more of the creative side and I never really cared about the business side. And then you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like you're right. You, you look up these like acronyms like after the meeting because you have yeah. no idea what they're talking about. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, and also I'm in this situation. I think this is sort of, um, again, I'm so thankful because this is all like just incredible and such an amazing mix of everything that I am, technology, media, glamour, fashion, you know, Hollywood and, and, and social and just everything. And, and, um, you know, finance and investing and all that. But when I've been approached to invest already like three times, you know, so awesome. I'm now looking into like okay how does that work you know how does finance work i don't, I don't have a background in finance and so um i think that's been incredible just because of not even the company but my own positioning uh people are just reaching out to me left right and center for stuff so what i'm saying is i can't be like investing wait what what's that like i don't i don't have that luxury yeah. anymore i don't i guess i did i guess i did before you know to be like oh i don't know what that is i'm 23 but now i just i don't have that luxury because people reaching out to me are are straight up investors you know they're venture capitalists they're silicon valley leaders so i i, I have to i have to rise to that level you know so i think that's been really challenging and i mean it's still a work in progress sure so. but but i think that that's actually a really interesting point like i think Everybody can learn. It's just a lot of people choose not to keep learning, yeah, right? Exactly. And it sounds exactly. stupid to yeah. say, but you run into that all the time, right? And you just need to just be like, you know what? I don't know this. I'm just going to go read about it or learn yeah, about it. Exactly. And, and just being open and just, you know, focusing on progress, not necessarily success, but growth. Sure. You know? Um, so, yeah. So, what is there anything kind of big plans for for 2017 or are you just going to kind of see what happens oh my god no dude i'm on a mission like this is going to be a blockbuster year for me because the thing is last year i was toying 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 and i reached that breaking point i think that was huge i think for sure. that reason last year was pretty huge um reached the breaking point decided to go full-time but this was really my year to prove you know to to myself and also to you know everyone that i'm serious about this you know i'm serious about building a company i'm serious about building a brand um and so that's what i've done but um i just signed with a with a manager you know sure. for, for entertainment and you know hollywood and all that good stuff like literally just a couple of days ago like you know weeks Congrats, ago that's awesome um i know i'm really excited so literally now we're playing you know so forget slowing down i mean now we're accelerating like crazy until the end of the year and then of course next year year after i mean each year will be bigger than the one before but this year is really that year 
of like, hey, I'm here and I'm serious. Yeah. Um, so I think, I mean, it's going to be huge. I mean, I'm already um, really excited. And obviously, as a result, a lot of work, as you can imagine. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're going hard. We're going crazy hard for the rest of this year until December. And then I'll give myself a little break in December because if everything goes well, it should be pretty amazing. And then you know, next year, obviously, you know, deals and all of that will continue. I mean, like with the scholastic thing, I mean, if that works out and if we choose to pursue that, I mean, that'll be absolutely huge. So, um, so yeah, I think there's, there's, uh, essentially obviously getting bigger and better, but this year is sort of that year of like, you know, I think people will remember it in my trajectory of like, she was, she became serious this year. You know what I mean? That's great. Um, after, after that, it'll be like, oh yeah, she's been doing this forever, right? I mean, 2018, <laughs> 2019, 2025, 2035, but 2017, they'll be like, yes, I remember that year. <laughs> that's great. That's the year that we became serious. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. But sadly, we're, we're running out of time. So yeah. let's close with mentioning where people can get more information about yourself and yes. uh, anywhere else online. Yes, perfect. So follow me on Twitter at Speaker Shinjini. That's S-P-E-A-K-E-R-S-H-I-N-J-I-N-I. Facebook public page uh, slash Speaker Shinjini. Instagram at Speaker Shinjini. Uh, super excited to connect with you. I'd love to talk about opportunities to serve you as you know my own brand at www.shinjinidas.com. And then my company website is launching soon. So stay tuned for that for all of your content marketing needs because we're here to build exciting, meaningful content together, Kevin. <laughs> that's, that's great. Well, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to be on the show, and I look forward to keeping in touch with you, and have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. The music for the show is done by Electric Mantra. You can check them out at electricmantra.com and keep them in the future.